Hello, and welcome to Mishmash. This is Mish Hancock. And today, uh, I'm going to do what I always do, and that's talk to the weird, wacky, and wonderful people that I want to know more about. My guest today is Perry Drake. He is currently the professor of digital and social media marketing at the University of Missouri in St. Louis. Prior to this role, he was the assistant professor of integrated marketing at New York University for 14 years. Uh, Perry has continued to amaze me with the things that he has brought to St. Louis. And I bet you we're going to talk a little bit about something that he's got coming up. But for right now, Perry, welcome. Thank you, Mish. I appreciate being here. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy to have you here. You're a total social media guru. So I love the fact that we get to talk today a bit about social media and about a conference you have coming up. You mm. want to talk about that? Want to start there? Uh, sure, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So on April 21st um, is our fourth annual State of Digital Media Marketing Conference. Well, we actually rebranded, as you know, and right. now it's MDMC 16, Midwest Digital Marketing Conference. Um, it is actually going to be off campus now for the first time down at Union Station, which is great because very we, cool. as you very well know, we outgrew the UMSL conferencing facilities. So Union Station is going to be a great venue, I think, for the event to to grow to the level we all want it to grow to. Um, and just a huge, great lineup. I mean, I was blessed to get a lot of super speakers this year from BuzzFeed and Pinterest and Pandora. It's impressive. Um, yeah, it's I'm I'm impressed myself. I, th I think it's going to be great for St. Louis. Well, and I understand. So I was telling someone that Perry apparently is, you know, there's like not even six degrees of separation between you and all the cool social media platforms because somehow you have all these students that have <laughs> now take part or have started right, these right, things. Right. And I mean, I mean, do you just sit there and look at these people and go, wow? Yeah, it's it, you're talking my students? Yeah. Mish, yeah, no, I, th I think they're just amazing what students can accomplish these days. I mean, and, you know, you, you hang out with a lot of startups as well. And, you know, it, it was maybe a month ago or so I was hanging out with one young guy that was an UMSL alum, and he's a startup at, with Arch Grants. And, you know, I'm just sitting there, and I kind of just was looking at him thinking, you know, shit, it's like what these kids can accomplish today at such a young age. Yeah. All the opportunities they have with the tools, access to information. Information. It's just, it's absolutely amazing. And I'm, you know, and I don't know if you feel that way like I do, but I sometimes, I'm just, I'm jealous. And oh my I, gosh, and, yes. And, and I think about, <laughs> man, what I could have only accomplished had I had access to some of that, the same great things they do. But I, I think it's amazing what, what they're doing. Absolutely. But at the same time, I mean, even though we're jealous, at the same time, and I, I, I totally see this in you, don't you feel like you actually are a millennial? No, no, I, I, I do. And it's so funny. I was talking to somebody the other day. There was some sort of um, little uh, test going through Facebook like a couple weeks ago okay. to see if you're a millennial and you had to answer like 10 or 15 questions. Of course, one was how much video content do you watch? How much television content do you watch? And I, I gratefully scored a 90 out of 100. So yeah. I, yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. So I was like thrilled. So we're the we're we're like the, the people that had to come first so that we right. can make the path. There you go. Because I remember I felt for a very long time in my life, I felt like, why isn't everybody getting this together how I'm thinking this should right, all go? Right, like, right. the world is so not listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> I have these wonderful ideas. It's just not right, happening. Right, right. And then the millennials started showing up, and I'm like, oh, hey, I, you think like I do. And the right, same with social right. media. Yeah. I feel like I've been waiting for social right, media. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's just it's phenomenal. It's great, yeah. So your conference, I was looking at the web page the other day, and I noticed that there is a little goldfish with rocket boosters. 
I yes. loved him. Yes. Where did he come from? That was actually Evan Miguel, which is one of my MBA students this semester, actually created and helped rebrand the whole conference this year. So okay. that's actually he and his brother, who is also a student at UMSL, did that artwork, which is oh, very cool. I yeah, love yeah, it. And then yeah. the whole goldfish thing. Right. Now, have you right. heard that's all come out, right? Yeah, yes, you know, like, yeah. oh, people have less of an attention span, which yes, I would yeah. like to know how they measure the right. attention span of a goldfish. I, that's a good that's a good question I have actually a slide with that that I show when I'm out presenting sometimes yeah yeah so I love I have no it. idea how they measure that no, no idea. really seriously yeah, though yeah. do they go in front of the goldfish and they're like look at this oh he looked away <laughs> his attention spans only 14 seconds you know I mean right, how do they right, right, it, right, you right. have to yeah. wonder where <laughs> right 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 obviously somebody's got too much to do with their day to figure out how to, to find the attention span well or someone got yeah. a grant for yeah. it which right. I always love that right, I'm like right. seriously you got a grant for that <laughs> right. dang um, alright so you people talk about this all the time with you when um, when they get an email from you at the end of your email right there's like 800 different places to click through right, to right, be a part right, of Perry right, World. Right, 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 right. <laughs> why? What? What? Why did you decide? Like, I'm putting it all out there. Um, I just, I just decided a long time ago that I'm going to be overly transparent in everything I do, and I have no reason not to be. And that's the world I live in, and I accept it and embrace it. And I think that was just kind of me. Defining myself, yeah. I love transparency. Yeah. But, but I'll but I'll tell you a funny story. I my last set of business cards I had created at UMSOL because <laughs> uh, the dean had actually given me a new title as well as my assistant professor title. That it, the title is director of business collaboration. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, that's really cool because you know I do love to go out and collaborate a lot, and network. So I was having my new business cards made. You'll get a kick out of this. Um, and I thought on the back of the business card, I am going to list out all my social media handles. Oh. Oh so I did. But guess what I forgot to list on the front of my business card? I forgot to list my email address. <laughs> <laughs> I was so caught up in social media that I actually forgot to list my email address on the front of the card. So people were like, like messaging yeah, yeah, you on yeah, Facebook so, so going, got, yeah, hey, so, so what's it's like, your well, email? Well, yeah, right, right. It's like, it, it, was, it was crazy. It was crazy. But anyway. And it all fit? On the, you didn't need like a it, business um, scroll? There were, there were a few. I had, to, I had to select and prioritize on which ones I fit on the back of the business yeah, card. Yeah, I can't even imagine you have to give them like a little magnifying glass right, to take right, away. Right, right, Here, right, here's how right, you read right, all this. Right. <laughs> well, at some point, we're just going to have these really cool electronic business cards right, that we just give right. people and they click on it and they're right, automatically... Right, right. You know, hooked up with us and what have you. Well, so. some people got the QR code right on the on right, it as well, yes. right? Yes. Right. Yeah. But I can remember when God, I had a couple students at NYU, like right at the cutting edge of QR codes, that were trying to do that with their business cards when I was there. But the software, the apps weren't able to read them that easily. Right. You know, and we're talking, you know, like two thousand. 10, 11, 12, and just couldn't, it just couldn't handle it, which was interesting. The first QR code I saw, and I had no idea what it was, and I think that they were just giving, I had ordered something from somewhere, and they're like, here, have a free t-shirt, right, right. and it had a QR code on it. Right. I had no idea what to, what to, right, to do with right, it. Right, right, But there was nothing, like, I think at the time it was big in Japan. Okay. But we here had no, no. apps whatsoever, right, right. so I was just like, well, I don't know, and now I wish I kept the t-shirt, because- right. right. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I could have read it and know what the world right, it is right, now. Right, but right, right. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, I'll tell you what. What I want to talk about after our break is really how you 
use social media in so many ways, both personally and professionally, and then teaching this to the youngins out there. Uh, I would love for you to expand upon that and share with us the whole social media world of Perry and what you tell other people about it. Yeah, I will, I will. And I I would love to also just talk about the lab as well. Oh, yeah. To get word out about the lab also to other nonprofits. And which again, you know, we, we, you know, the students support you guys, the, the TED, you know, TEDx Gateway We Arch, will so. totally right, talk right, about right, that. Great. Thanks, Good. Perry. Yep, we'll yep. be back after this break. Get Raw with Chaos on Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m. at studiocradio.com. And we are back with my guest today, who is Perry Drake. We are going to talk about the UMSL Lab. Tell okay. us about it. Sure, sure. So the lab, Mish, um, I started the lab, I guess, about two years ago. It's kind of be a capstone mm-hmm. class for my MBA students to let them have real practicum. Um, and our first clients that we ever did, which I don't know if you know, is really um, Capital Innovators. Um, down at T-Rex. So it was my way to get my students down in the startup world. Cool. And so we supported that. I don't remember which group that was. I think it was fall of 2014, I think. There are five startups that we're going through um, at that point in time, that cohort. Um, so that was the, the beginning of the lab. And then what I did was I kind of spun it because then I realized, you know, there's a lot of other people that could use help like nonprofits and other startups. And the student base was growing for this particular class. So I was able to take on more clients. And so now it just became a student-run agency where, as you know, TEDx Gateway Arch is one of our all-time clients, uh, (laughs) the Challenger Center in Ferguson, which I don't know if you're familiar with the Challenger Center. If if your listeners aren't, they should definitely check it out. So that's an all-time client of ours. Uh, The St. Louis Symphony, um, Women's Bakery. um, So it's a lot of social entrepreneurs. So we, I think last semester, we helped maybe about 12 different nonprofits and, and kind of startups. with their building out their digital and social media programming. So it could be helping them redesign their website. Again, if I have the manpower and if I have the right students that can handle WordPress or whatever the case might be, or just doing social media pushes, which is what we help you guys do at your events. Right. or building a new landing page, whatever the case is. And I, I mean, I love it because it's just a win-win. It's a win for the students because they get real live experience, get to put something on their resume, and then it's helping the St. Louis startup ecosystem and, and supporting nonprofits, which, you know, struggle to be able to afford to do some of those and things. And they're, they're fun. I mean, I, I love at the event is my favorite right. thing when we have the, the social media team there right, right. at the event taking pictures, right. tweeting away. Right. I mean, it it really does make a difference. Right, right. And I'm sure, that, I mean, you've done that for your events and that'll yeah. probably be yeah. going. Your event, I mean, do you feel that this is going to, I mean, I feel your event is going to be the kind of thing where people are going to start flying in. It's going to be the place to be. Yeah, I'm, I, I think we're going to definitely get there by taking it off campus. I think that's going to help kind of solidify this as being a true Midwestern right. industry event in a way. And this time, too, Mish, is the first time we're actually doing advertising on Facebook and Twitter okay. outside of the St. Louis region. So we're doing targeted advertising to certain demographics um, and Travis Estes of St. Louis Symphony is kind of helping 
me set up that strategy. So he's oh, kind of cool. on the one of the volunteer committees that's kind of helping do that. Um, so I've got all sorts of great support around me. And the students, as you know, I mean, the UMSL students are just really smart and dedicated. You know, they're, they're, they're working for their education mostly. Exactly. So they have really good work ethics. Um, and of course, the biggest client this semester is me. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I have a team probably, oh God, of about 17 students just oh supporting gosh. everything. And Brianna Smith, you know Brianna. Yes, so she yes. kind of runs the lab for me and has been doing it for almost two years since she came into the MBA program and is just leading a great team to kind of get that strategy laid out. And and so I'm just, I'm excited to, to have all the great support I do. And amazing so, experience oh, for yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. So what do you feel? I mean, you you are uh, immersed in social media all the time, every day. You're getting yeah. to see it from the perspective of us that are maybe a little bit older, as well as from uh, the young mind. Now I have to include my six I'm older so than you. I'm, I'm older than you are. We were and talking I, about I, but this. I feel, but I feel we like a millennial. Feel like... Oh, no, no, I really... It's and like the, when it's our fun... body gives out, we're like, yeah. what the heck? I'm yeah. still 20-something. Right, right. Well, it's funny. <laughs> the, the dean had a... We had a meeting yesterday with some other faculty and department chairs, and he looked at me and he said, you're, you're, you're older than what you really are. You know, he said, you're definitely a millennial, which I thought was kind of right. funny. It's so true, though. It's so true. And that... So what, I mean, what do you feel? Like, what have you observed in this whole social media realm with these, everything that goes on with it? I mean, and I I know you feel it's really positive in many ways, as do I. And of course, there's the bad actors and the bad apples out there. But from your perspective, what... What do you feel about this whole social media thing? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think, you know, it, it's finally, I think, really solidifying as a major component and part of kind of the marketing mix. Right. And And I think over the past year, there's definitely been a mind change in that direction. Exactly. Um, is I think executives are kind of seeing what it's there for and, and the power of it in terms of pulling the consumer in. Mm-hmm. And the other thing which I've really been paying a lot of attention to is just influencer marketing as well and the importance of influencer marketing, which I just think is really critical. Right. Um, and kind of I'm doing a little bit of work with the Alive. Alive magazine has kind of an influencer network right. by yeah. Lindsay Patton. Yes. And so she's working with me a little little bit on kind of some influencer marketing, again, getting the word out about the conference, et cetera. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just excited because I really see everything really solidifying and I really think the budgets are going to start really shifting in a major way over to the digital and, and the social side. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. we've noticed it just um, with 100th Monkey Media, with the business right. that, you know, we're, we're getting calls from people now that are oh my gosh, I yeah, really have yeah, to do this. And yeah. there's kind of a, a desperation with some of them that, sure. wow, I should have been doing more of right, this earlier. Right. You know, and, and of course, it's just like, we'll start now. Yeah, and you'll yeah, start building yeah, your people yeah, and you'll right. start building your audience. Uh, but it definitely has become pay to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you have to advertise oh, absolutely, now. Absolutely. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, used to be you right. had a Facebook page, right, you were one of the right, few people right, that had right, it. Everybody's like, oh my yeah. gosh, you're so cool. Right, right, Let's right, all go right, like that right, page. Right, right. But now it's, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and Facebook is so affordable as well in terms absolutely. of doing advertising. It's just a great, a great medium. Um, the MBA program. So again, we are helping the MBA program do targeted Facebook advertising. Again, because it's just an effective way, a, a more cost-effective way than LinkedIn. LinkedIn can be effective, except there you've got some minimums which are pretty yeah, high exactly. in terms of advertising dollars. But yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. It's funny, but I can remember though when I came to St. Louis in 2013, January 2013, 
And, you know, I stood in front of my first group of digital strategy students, undergrads, and I asked them how many of them were on Twitter. And if you, you know, would believe it, only one student raised their hand that were on Twitter. And I was like really kind of shocked. Um, because again, I, I was coming from New York University right. where I had to, to really stay on top of my game to be on top of everything because the students were on top of everything. Right. Um, uh, of course, now it's it's not that way. You ask the students and everybody raises their hand and everybody's on Instagram. But I, I think it comes back to kind of what a lot of us say is St. Louis sometimes is like two years behind everybody yeah. else in, in a way, <laughs> which which is kind of funny. But it just it shocked me because I didn't know what to say, and I, that's not what I expected when only one student had raised their hand, you know, right. with respect to using Twitter. But definitely we're there, and, and you know, you can just see a major shift. But, it it yeah. takes a while for, I mean, even when I started my business, I could tell people were like, gee, you seem really nice, but please don't talk to me about this. I cannot think about right, another right, right, marketing right, thing right, right now. Right. Um, and But I just stuck with it. Yeah. And I mean, it's paying off, but right, at the time right. I was like, no one wants to talk to me. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, no, no, I mean, we're helping uh, 911 hair salon in Ferguson. So another client oh, base that we're cool. taking in the lab. So I decided this semester, besides the nonprofit and startups, you know, to to always try to help at least one business in Ferguson that was affected. Um, so again, kind, kind of, yeah, yeah, and I kind love of, it. kind of getting them to understand the importance of social media and the time because because it, it can be a time suck. It but is, yeah, yeah, but it's well worth it. Yeah, but we love it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. We will be back with Perry in just a moment. Today's show is sponsored by Elizabeth Smith with Remax Results, Liz Sells STL. Her background is in service, so her goal is to serve others and ease you through the big process of buying or selling a home. You can find Liz at 314-807-3659. This is Mish Hancock, and I am back here with Perry Drake. So, Perry, this is like one of my favorite things to do is to ask fun questions of okay, people. You're making me nervous, Mish. It's, okay. No, there's no nervous. No, nothing nervous. And and you you have, you know, just you get to be free with this. You get okay. to like maybe change it a little bit or what have you. My first question for you is if you could be on someone's social media for a day, like you could be them on social media, who would you want to be? You mean if I could have somebody else showcase me on their social media? No, no, like no. if you could be like, I mean, I'm going to use a crazy one, like Kim Kardashian. Like you could be Kim Kardashian for a day, which I'm sure she tweets and it just it and, just and, dings constantly. And just kind right. of or, be her and, and like be, and having, yeah, and be somebody for social. a day and see what their social media is like. Oh, God. I know. That's a tough, that's a tough question. Wow. Um Wow, who would be interesting now? And we were kind of talking about this before. Um, not that I'm for or against, but it would be kind of interesting to be on maybe one of the political candidates' social medias just to see kind of what's going on and how, like, maybe Trump or something. Right. I, I don't know, it? to just kind of see the, the nuttiness that's going on and what his advisors are. Or I don't even know if the guy has advisors. I have no idea. But who knows? My um, guess but, is yes. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a few. <laughs> but that, but, that, but that's, that's, a good, that's a good question. Wow. I'm, I, I'm I have to think about it some more. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know if that's the best answer or not. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I always wonder like what it would be like to be a celebrity. Right. Like a celebrity right. that's big on social media. What does that feel like? And and how do they work it? Like, do they actually, is their phone actually ding, ding, ding? Or right, do they have this right, assistant right, person? Right, right, right. Like I saw a thing about with Adele one time and Adele was saying that she, her team of peeps had kicked her off Twitter because she was 
she was doing drunk tweets and they were like, Adele, seriously, this has got to stop. <laughs> and so they kicked her off. Right, so she right. wasn't able to tweet on her own right, anymore. Right, right. And I thought that's so funny. I mean, cause that whole world is so right, different right, than right. what oh, we yeah. experienced. Well, John, we're so, so John Mayer, right. Remember, wasn't he, he was going out. Oh God, who in the hell was he going out with? But you know, John Mayer, the, yeah, uh, the, oh, yeah. the musician, but right. you remember he was having all sorts of issues on Twitter where oh, he was really? tweeting. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was like five years ago when he was going out with, um, Jennifer Aniston. No, maybe, no, or? the one before her. Um, um, anyway, anyway, but I, I mean, he was tweet, he was tweeting life. like every he was tweeting like every minute and oh. getting in all sorts of trouble and stuff like that. But yeah, kind of kind of crazy. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, think about it. you can get back okay, with me. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so let's say that you are you're an otter and you have the ability to doodle. What would you doodle? Oh, God. <laughs> I swear you come up with these questions. Oh goodness, what what would I? Doodle. Oh goodness! Um, to, to just have time to doodle, I think well, you're would just be an otter guy, you, and you're like out doing your playful otter things, and and you you get this ability the, 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 to doodle. Uh, wow! Uh, I know. Like, I, I feel my my days are so packed. I don't even have time to think that way. Sometimes it's like I mean, in addition to everything I'm doing, I don't know if you know, but I'm finishing up my PhD, so oh, I'm right. right in the middle of chapter two of my literature review. Your brain so my, overload. So my mindset. I mean, I actually just finished chapter two and sent it off to the faculty member not more than twenty minutes before I hopped in the car to come here. <laughs> and and oh that literature gosh. review was probably thirty pages long of reviewing literature and what I'm studying is is the use of social media by universities to engage with students. Oh, cool. Is, is what it's on, which is kind of kind of cool because it's a passion of mine. So just to just to just to be able to I, I don't think it would matter what I doodle really, just to be able to have the time <laughs> to stop and be an otter well, and doodle so would be great. If you could just great. doodle, would you I mean, do you doodle? I, have you ever I, doodled? I, not really. No. No, no. I mean I did used to paint when I was a kid and oil paint and stuff. But really? I never was what did into, you paint? Um, oh God, it was, I painted ships, I painted clowns, um, yeah, not, nothing overly crazy. Crazy. Yeah. You weren't like, it wasn't right, like, right. you know, your, your blue period or no, anything no, like that. No, 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 <laughs> That's so funny. Right. I used to doodle, um, hearts and, and flowers. Okay. That was my, okay. and then I, I very expressive stick people. Okay. Very expressive. <laughs> <laughs> that was all I could really now, was do. This, was this in high school and grade school? Is just, that when you were? Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, just yeah, went yeah, and, yeah. and even. I just never was really a doodler. I just, yeah, I don't but think I But I wonder was, if yeah. people doodle now because well, think about it. Now, you know, there was a time where we were sitting right, in meetings right. and we were like, I'm so bored. Right, right. I'm doodling. But now we have a phone sure. to look at. We yep. can act like yep. we're super busy right, even right. though we're like really yep. playing some game underneath the table. Right. You know, but yep. it's, but. I wonder if people, if that's going to become a lost it, art. Yeah. It, well, what's interesting is I actually put a statement in my my thesis that actually some, and I don't remember the guy's name, was quoted as saying that the mobile phones are kind of taking the place of a cigarette break. It's like ah, people used to smoke would take a break and kind of right. contemplate and just think back and reflect on something and now you kind of go to your phone and you might be watching a little YouTube video or, or something exactly. along those lines and, and kind of looking at it as taking that place, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. But do you think it's also, I, I read something about that it's we no longer are bored. 
because we have something oh, right, to keep right, us right. Absolutely. occupied. Absolutely. And I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Yeah, I, I, I think I think it's a good thing. I mean, I've got a slide that I show where the average college kid has seven electronic devices at their disposal right. at any given time. So it's like you know, talk about multitasking. You know, they they can certainly do it. Um, right. And again, we've got to as as a brand or me as an instructor, I've got to keep their attention pretty tightly. Otherwise, I'm going to lose them off onto a different device or, yeah, or exactly. a different medium or something like that. Yeah. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I, it's so interesting to see where all this is going to oh, end yeah, up. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, this should be easy. <laughs> I don't I'm going to give you an easy okay. one. Um, what is just the most horrible movie or show you've ever watched? Like you were just like, this is so terrible. I can't believe it. <laughs> oh God. Um, ooh, I, I don't. Oh God, I don't know if I could answer that off the top of my head. Oh God, let's. Um, mm. the, okay, I'll tell you one yeah, I, that yeah. was critically acclaimed. Okay. Have you ever seen There Will Be Blood? No. Oh, don't. No, no. It's like three hours long. And right. I just, I watched that whole thing. Was that a I horror kept, film or? No, well, no, no, it was kind of about a sociopath guy. Okay, okay. Um, and and it was like this critically acclaimed, like the critics, oh my gosh, this is just so amazing. Right, right. And and okay, maybe cinematically it was, right, right. but I was bored and annoyed. And right. I kept thinking at the, after the end of three hours, right. I was going to wrap it up somehow right, that I would right. go, oh my gosh. Right. And it, it just didn't. <laughs> and I was, I was like, what? Right, I watched right, this for right, three hours. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but there's never anything you've watched and thought, this is so, just please don't make me watch this again. Or, uh, or that you watched and thought, I got to quit watching this because it's really bad. Well, I mean, all, and again, I, I don't know how you feel about it. I know I've tried watching Sex in the City a couple times and just thought, I can't watch that. It's, it's, it's not me yet. Everybody was talking about it. But I think it's more of a, a, a woman sort of show anyway, but maybe not. But 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 still, yeah, that was one where it was just quite painful. Um, <laughs> and and um, I mean, there was one movie which really sticks out in my mind that Siskel and Ebert had praised many years ago and it's it was called Last House on the Left and it was hmm. like a B film well don't watch it because it is so <laughs> it's just so disturbing um, and I just felt it, it, it's just a very disturbing don't watch it. yeah movie. yeah don't watch it don't gotcha. watch it a very disturbing film yes, gotcha. yes yeah. they loved it they loved it but, well yeah. you know again yeah. critics right, I mean right, sometimes right. you must have caught them at the right time or something <laughs> I don't know right right well, so let's let's wrap this up. We want to make sure everybody knows about April 21st, right. Union Station. What's the website? It is UMSL Digital Conference, UMSLDigitalConference.com. Gotcha. Yep, yep. So go there and you can you can get your tickets and what yeah, have you Yeah, you, you can there. register there. Yep, absolutely. It's a full day. It's a full day. Starts at 8 o'clock, goes until 5. Food trucks arrive at 11.30 and Dan oh. the Pancake Man will be there oh, at fun. 7. Making face pancakes and I love it. sponsor logo pancakes, and maybe we'll do a Mish face pancake. Oh, or something why not? Like <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And you're going to have some amazing keynote speakers. Yeah, you're going to yeah. have some work. You're going to have some breakouts all day. Right, right. And and what I'm excited is again, and you, you well know because you are TEDx Gateway Arch, you and Steve is the fact that you guys are facilitating the three keynotes, I which know, which I yeah, think is yes. great, and I'm excited. So that's going to be great to have the three keynoters come out and be facilitated in true TED 
format, which, yeah. which, which would be really nice. And we're totally and, honored to be able to no, do that. So no, thank you. And I'm honored that you guys uh, are, are being a part of it. And yes, and then we'll have about 40 speakers total. So about 40 oh concurrent gosh. sessions running throughout the day. So definitely going to be jam-packed full of great uh, content. So Well, I yeah. will be there. I hope all of our listeners will be there. Thank right. you, Perry, yeah. Yeah, for yeah, your absolutely. time. So much. Yeah, yeah. Love and adore you. Yeah. Thanks for my Caldi's coffee. Thanks, yes, you bet. You bet. You all have a nice day. You've been listening to Mishmash. Thank you very much. Bye. This episode is sponsored by Once Upon an Occasion, talent at its best to entertain your guests. Invite your favorite character or have vocalists attend your next event. Check them out at team.ouao at gmail.com or teamouao.wix.com. Tune in on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. for Sexy Thoughts with Lindsay Walden.